Hey, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Mic, Conversations of Hope. I'm your host, Mike Stone. Hey, we do thank you for joining us, and today's going to be a little different. We're going to be without guests. We've got a little shift in things and uh, some really great guests coming up and some uh, even some different formats for the show here coming up. I think you'll be excited to see those, to hear those. But for today, uh, it's just me, and I want to share a couple things that I believe God has put on my heart. I don't have to tell you that times are tough. You know, a year ago, if someone told me that in 2020, we would be dealing with a pandemic so bad that all Americans would be confined to their homes, that our supply chains, groceries, and things like that would be threatened, that schools all across the nation would close, and sports, peewee leagues to professional sports would completely cease, and that our economy would face the worst crisis since the Great Depression. I would never believe it. Uh, medical advancements are becoming so incredibly advanced. How could something like that ever happen to our nation, let alone the entire world? Now, tell me that we are also having major U.S. cities being overrun by protesters who want to rid our nation of law enforcement. Tell me the same men and women who risk their lives every day to keep us safe, who step in the middle of domestic dispute situations, who fight against drug traffickers in their neighborhood, the same men and women who walk up to the cars of drivers they've pulled over, knowing they have felony records, and also knowing that in any one of those situations, they are potentially placing their lives on the line. These same men and women behind the badges are now so disrespected by so many in our nation that cities are being overrun with rioters demanding that their opinions be heard and their demands be met. I would not believe it. And yet here we are. Now, I add to the fact that our country is also politically divided in such a way that it lacks any semblance of respect for the other side. Actually, whatever side. To the point of ugly, ugly hatred. Full out, in your face, no holds barred hatred. The office of the President of the United States of America is not only being criticized for what the other side has stood for in the past, but no longer supports. Any hint of morality in the White House has been countered with calls of racism, homophobia, xenophobia, and authoritarianism. What used to be considered immoral in our nation is now considered tolerant, open-minded, and impartial. Abortion, homosexual lifestyles, they're not only being defended by our society, but they're being celebrated. I recently heard even pedophilia is being touted as acceptable because perpetrators believe that they are really just children inside. Unbelievable. On top of all these challenges in the first seven months of 2020, we're also being isolated from one another. You know, maybe we just need a vaccine or a cure for coronavirus. Maybe we just need the right person in the White House. If we just had perfect police officers. If everyone was simply more accepting of one another. You know, maybe it's much simpler than that. 
The Pew Research estimates that those who consider themselves quote-unquote Christian will decline from three-quarters of the U.S. population in 2010 down to two-thirds of the population in 2050. These are people who profess to be Christian. I also read 59% of Americans today say that absolute standards for right and wrong really just depends on the situation. 59%. Maybe the problems our nation is facing right now are simply the result of our view of authority. If right and wrong depends on the situation, then there are no absolutes. Without absolutes, real truth is non-existent. What's right for me isn't always right for you, and vice versa. Ever heard that? So when someone breaks the law, we can fight against it because we have no absolutes. Who created the law and why? Maybe that law violates my freedom. Freedom to drive 60 in a residential neighborhood. Freedom to break into an electronic store and help myself to a 70-inch TV that I can't afford, but hey, I deserve it. Freedom to shoot someone because they disagree with me. Freedom to abort my baby because it doesn't fit into my lifestyle right now. That's where we are in our society. Mature adults in the 50s would call us out-of-control, spoiled brats who should know better. But back then, the truth of God's Word had value. It was an owner's manual from our Creator to the created. It was our moral compass. It was our absolute. It didn't change then, hasn't changed now, because what was true at the beginning of creation will always be true. The Creator knows the created better than we know ourselves. This is displayed in our lives through our families as well. We don't give our kids ice cream and Doritos for breakfast and lunch and dinner because it's not good for them. We establish boundaries in our families to keep them safe and to keep them healthy. It's the same with God. Yet we increasingly believe we know better. We don't need Him. He has no authority in our lives. We reject authority. In fact, our society despises authority. This show is called Conversations of Hope, and I don't want to close before we offer some hope. All of what we face every day and everything that I've mentioned already is pretty dark. It's reality, and that's what makes it really unfortunate. But I believe there is hope. Hope for society, hope for our country, hope for our world, hope for us individually. We can't continue to live our lives on our terms. Now, I know most of you listening to this probably agree with at least a part of what I said. I know you're probably not burning down and looting businesses. You're not uh, spewing hate or flipping police cars. If you're like me, you need some hope. Hope that eventually everything will be all right. Hope that God is still in control. You are a Christ follower who wants to be like him. If that's you... You are light. Times are dark. The darker things get, the more visible your light is to more people. As we continue to submit to God's authority and express our need and our reliance on Him, we will continue to shine. As we stand together in His authority and follow His absolute truth, our light together becomes brighter and brighter to this dark world. Our hope is not in government or technology or education or money or power. Our hope is in the one who saves. Our hope needs to be 
in Jesus Christ alone. I encourage you to continue to run the race. Don't give up. Life's hard. Ask God how you can be a light in your world and pursue it. Be in His will each and every day. Times are tough. I'm reminded of a tough time for the disciples. Mark 6, 45-52 tells the story. It says, Immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to Bethsaida while he dismissed the crowd. After leaving them, he went up on a mountainside to pray. Later that night, the boat was in the middle of the lake and he was alone on land. He saw the disciples straining at the oars because the wind was against them. Shortly before dawn, he went out to them, walking on the lake. He was about to pass by them, but when they saw him walking on the lake, they thought he was a ghost. They cried out because they all saw him and were terrified. Immediately he spoke to them and said, Take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Then he climbed into the boat with them, and the wind died down. They were completely amazed for they had not understood about the loaves. Their hearts were hardened. You see, right before this was the feeding of the 5,000. We all know that story pretty well with the five loaves and two fish and the little boy that offered all he had. Such a miracle happened just ahead of this. And Jesus said, hey, get in the boat. Go ahead of me to Bethsaida. That's important to see here that the disciples were right in the middle of God's will. They were doing what he told them to do. It's easy to believe that just because God leads us to something or we are in his will, that it will be easy. Yet we see here that Jesus clearly instructed his disciples to get in the boat, go to Bethsaida. Yet they struggled greatly because of the wind. Hey, doesn't Jesus have control over the wind? Sure. He even saw them from the mountain as they were struggling. God's will does not equate to easy or simple. It's often hard. But there is no better place to be. Many of you can attest to that. Don't give up. Pray. Read God's word daily. Seek his will daily. Lean on him. Trust him. Then be a light in this dark world. Times are tough. Remember, if your life is grounded in Jesus, even in the darkest times, there is hope. Listen, if you're not a believer in Jesus Christ, you're struggling just like the rest of us. We try to lean on Jesus through this whole thing, everything that's going on, everything I mentioned earlier in this podcast. Uh, The difference is that we have that hope, that even when we're in the middle of God's will and things are hard, we can trust Him. He's covered our sins. None of us are perfect. You know, and in describing the things that are wrong in our world today, I'm not criticizing people. I'm talking directly about the sin that happens in people's lives. Sin affects all of us. And just because we're believers doesn't mean we're not affected by it. We just know that as we continue to grow closer and closer to Jesus Christ throughout our lives, we become more like him. I just encourage you, if you're going through struggles right now, like all of us do, give him a try. Turn to Jesus, find a good Bible-believing church, wherever you are, and check it out. Listen to God's leading. Times are tough, but if you're grounded in Jesus, there's hope. 
hey, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. And and listen, if there's anything that you hear on this podcast that has helped you, that has encouraged you, this is not for me, but this is to encourage others. Just go to our Facebook page or go to our Instagram or our Twitter and just tell us your story. Let us know what's happening in your life and how the podcast has helped you or how God has led you through some tough times. We would love to be encouraged by your story as well. Again, subscribe, share it with your friends, give us a review or a rating, and hey, we'll see you guys next time on Behind the Mic, Conversations of Hope.